Welcome to today's episode of Starting Over Wealth. I'm your host, Trisha Daniel, and today I'm going to talk to Dana Lewis. Dana Lewis and I literally met through a mastermind a year and a half ago, and not until we started talking to each other do we realize that both of us have been walking a similar starting over journey. Dana Lewis empowers people to stop faking fine and to live out their purpose over protocol. When Dana tragically lost her husband and the father of her three boys to cancer in 2013, she nearly suffocated, living by the chateaus of others. Today, she shares the lessons of thriving, active life through one-on-one coaching and corporate workshops. I bring to you Dana Lewis. This is part two of our two-part episode where we are literally introducing you to this podcast, but to this community of women that have started over. They have started over in wealth. And wealth, again, is not just financially. We're talking about mentally, emotionally, spiritually. We as women in our starting over journeys, there's so many pieces, whether you're just starting out or your tenders down the road. This conversation is going to be amazing. So thank you, Dana, and welcome back as we walk other women and knowing they can start over in wealth too. Oh my gosh. I am so excited to be here, Trisha. I love talking about all this stuff. Thank you. Thank you for having me on again. Um, This is just an amazing conversation. Yes. And I just, I want women to understand that each one of us are in a starting over journey, but each one of our journeys start out differently, obviously. And I want women to know that their starting over journey, but it may be different. They still are not alone. They still are not alone. And through my journey, it was through starting over after divorce and separation. For other women, it's starting over another, you know, tragic, you know, just life event. For you, it was starting over after your husband tragically passed away in 2013. So I just want you to walk through those initial feelings, those initial feelings. What would be two words to describe how you felt in the beginning after you're losing your husband? Oh my goodness. Uh, Shocked and overwhelmed. So my husband passed away when we were 40 and our boys were six, eight, and 10. Mm. And he was perfectly healthy, perfectly healthy. He died from start to finish in six weeks. We, wow. we realized that he had stage four kidney cancer in July and in August he passed away. So wow. shock and overwhelm of life. Yeah. All of the, of all, of all of the things um, and scared, really oh, scared, yeah. to, scared to go scared to continue on solo. Yes. The right? feelings of just a, the isolation and feeling alone. Yeah. Feeling alone and just not know what to do next. Yes. Because I mean, most families have two parents. I was used to raising my boys with a partner right? where I did 50% or, you know, give or take yes, of, the, of the work. And then absolutely. all of a sudden, you're left solo. So right. scared. I think scared is the is the biggest word. And then right. shocked because of my situation, because it wasn't 
planned and it happens so quickly. And then just overwhelm, overwhelm of where do I start? Right. It's where do so, I? It's so hard to know. It's so hard to have just all of a sudden, especially in a six week period, a six yeah. week period where you literally are just like, okay, wait a second, what? Yeah. I literally, I mean, I, we're we're kind of of the same age where we grew we grew up and there was candid camera like that yes, TV show yes, that was on. Yes, I really kept thinking, okay, the joke's on me. Like, are you coming back? What's happening? Right. And it took a really long time for me to actually even just admit to myself that this is, okay, this is it. And now solo, you're taking the ship and you're moving forward. And you talk about wealth and it is emotional, physical, and financial. It's, It's all of those things. And I think, um, in the beginning, I was emotionally bankrupt. It's hard because you don't know what to pull from. You don't know what to pull from because you you have all the emotions, but there's a point too where your emotions just, they just become numb. They just yeah. become numb because you don't know what to do. But then you're also trying to stand strong and hold back those emotions for yeah. those three precious boys that you have. Yeah. You and hold back sad. the emotions. You hold back the emotions. You hold back the emotions. And we were talking about this earlier. That's where faking fine comes yeah. in. Yes. Because you're holding back all of your true emotions. You're you're staying strong for your children and the people around you because the last thing that I want is your pity. Like oh, yeah. I don't I don't want anyone to feel sorry for me. So I'm standing strong for myself and for everyone around me until there's no one around me and I'm in the closet crying. Right. Because you can because- only stay in so stoic and strong because everyone's constantly probably coming up to you. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. And you just want, you want to stop. Like you just wanted to stop. I'm fine. I'm fine. And then you go to the closet just to break down because you know, deep within you're not fine. Right. And it is a a point of having to come to those feelings of the presentation because everybody, you don't want them to pity you. No, you need to stay, feel strong again, but it's harder to find, like, where am I going to find this strength? Where's right. it going to come from? Yeah. And that's where we kind of want to walk into the next was, where was that moment? Where was that moment for you? That is that pivot point where you decided, you know, you you just literally are at that point where, wait a second, I, I'm ready. I, there's a point where I've, I'm deep in this valley. I'm just mm-hmm. in this deep, dark place. I'm in my closet crying enough. I am ready to pivot. And so what was that big moment where you picked yourself up and started to climb out? I mean, when we talk about being in a valley for, I think for all of us, we can feel the weight and judgment of what other people think that we should be doing. Mm -hmm. And we talk about the should do's. Everybody out there has an opinion on what you should do, whether you're, I mean, we all, we all remember being pregnant, walking through the grocery store and having (laughs) other people want to rub your belly and tell you, oh, you should take these vitamins or don't eat this. Everyone has thoughts and opinions. And I think um, the biggest moment for me, it's, it's hilarious actually was I bought a dog because everyone else told me that three boys, oh, you don't have a husband. You should, your boys need a dog. You should get a, you <laughs> what? Get a dog. Yes, you should get oh, a dog. No way. And I went through 
for years, people saying, okay, you shouldn't take a vacation because you probably can't afford it. You shouldn't do this. You should do that. You should move. You should whatever. And I was taking it all in and not really sure how to, I didn't have the tools to process. Right. I just took it all in. Right. And so somebody had said, oh, your boys really need a dog in front of my boys. And they were like, yeah, we need a dog. So I get this dog. She stayed with us for a week. Um, because I didn't have the capacity to take care of another being. I so understand that. Solo parenting. She was adorable. I loved her. She was great. I love dogs. Like it's all great, but I could not take care. She was a puppy, could not take care of another thing. So when you talk about where is that moment? Right. That dog was the pivotal moment where I was like, enough. Yeah. Enough listening to what everyone else says that I should do. I am living my life for you and I'm miserable. Right. I need to figure out what do I want to do for my, I mean, for my children and for myself emotionally, financially physically, all of the things and eliminating the weight and judgment of what other people, those people were not paying my bills. Those people that, those people that told me to get a dog, they did not take her to her first vet appointment and pay $450. No, no. I was like, wait, what? This is a huge expense that I didn't realize I had signed up for. Right. And now I have a puppy and I'm not sleeping through the night. I need to sleep so that I can get up so that I can work so that I can take care of these kids. Right. That was the point where I was like, enough, enough. Like you, Um, you are, you need to take responsibility for your own finances, for your own emotional well-being, physical well-being. And at the end of the day, the things may not be a hundred percent my fault, my situation, right? But they are a hundred percent my responsibility. Yes, that's so good. And I that think so that good. was like a light bulb moment mm-hmm. for me. Yeah, you start to realize, like, wait a second, I'm not living my life for you. Yeah, it is for me. My is for me. My yeah. situation may be unique, and you can guys tell me all day long, but I am the one yeah. living it. And yeah. I'm to be the one who's going to take responsibility, take my life back and stand on my own two feet because right. I've got this. I've yes. got and this And you're the me. one at the end of the day, other people have thoughts and judgment, but they're not paying your bills. Yes, exactly. Like they're not paying that sentence, that, that epiphany really was the pivotal point in my life where I was like, you are not paying my bills. I need to stop listening to what you have to say for what I should be doing. I love that. It's like you found your identity again. Mm-hmm. You found in that moment your identity. Mm-hmm. In the Starting Over Wealth Network, we talk about finding your seed. Like literally, what does your seed look like? Who, is, who are you again? So mm-hmm. you literally can be sown back into rich soil so you can thrive again. And that is enrollment. Like that's when you found your seed and your identity. Like, wait a second forget y'all like this is about me and who I am and I am ready to thrive. I love that. I love that so much. So when you were climbing back out of the mountain, what are, what are, when you climb out of that dark space, what were two things that you implemented 
into your life that just really started to transform your outlook on wealth. So out of that climb, what were just two things that literally you started to use or implement that literally just helped you gain that strength during your climb? I think the first thing for me was community. Finding a community of women that wanted more for their lives. Yes. Because I could easily have taken the pass of, oh, I'm so sorry your husband passed away. Okay, you're doing nothing with your life. That's totally fine. Yes. Because he died and you should do nothing with your life. Yes. No. Finding a community of other women, other people that really know that they have God-given gifts and talents and mm-hmm. they want to shine. They want to share them with the world. They don't want to just be fine. Right. And sit yes. at home. Yeah. Like I did not want to be fine. I was very unsettled. And I think you need to be frustrated enough <laughs> with where you are to make a change. Yeah. It's so a breaking went, point. It's yeah. a breaking point where all of a sudden that's when you start to see those cracks and that light comes in of there it is. There yeah. it is. That's what I say. I always, I always look near that dark place and it's finally those cracks. That breaking moment is when that light comes yeah. in. You're like, forget that. And that is, that's so amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. So finding a community of other like-minded people and getting help where you need it. Mm. Like if physical wealth is where you need help, hiring a trainer. Yes. For yes. me, finance, financial health, like hiring, hiring help. Yes. Hiring help, educating, being educated enough to know that you can't do it all yourself. <laughs> yeah. You can do it all and you're amazing, but you need, like, we all need a little bit of help. And in finding the areas where I needed help in the areas where I was well-equipped and I wanted to serve. Yeah. Oh yeah. Finding, finding those things. And then you talk about how am I growing in wealth today? It's in, in recognizing my God-given talents and realizing that I am going to live my life on purpose rather than for the protocol, the weight and the judgment of what other people think that I should be doing. You talk a lot about the protocol of having a W-2 versus the purpose of maybe having your own business or doing things against the quote unquote grain of what the world tells us we should be doing in yes. order in order to be safe and i d- don't necessarily i want to be safe but i also want to thrive and those two things don't always go <laughs> no they don't and, they do and, not, and, no, uh-uh. so once i got frustrated enough to make a change mm-hmm. decided that i was done settling for less than i launched a business where i help coach i coach women to balance their hormones and ignite their metabolism because stress is all wrapped up in your hormones and your metabolism. And for me, stress was to the roof. Like I had stress up to my eyeballs. I couldn't handle anything more. So I bought a dog, right? And then in, from those moments, I recognized that, okay, I had no stress resilience or ability to cope with these things. I could do the counseling. I could take my kids to counseling, but I had no aptitude to actually apply any of that because I was stressed. I was stressed. I was anxious and I was overwhelmed. And until I got my body working for me, 
it wasn't until I got my body working for me that I could actually make changes. Yes. Feel, feel amazing. Sleep through the night, wake up with energy, have no anxiety, actually thrive in life. So I've started a business where a thriving business where I do group coaching and individual coaching. And I help women go from feeling meh and fine that fine is the shield that we right. put in front of oh, ourselves. Completely right? a shield. Yes. We tell people I'm fine. And what that means is back off. When I say fine, I mean, back off. Don't pass, you know, do not pass go. Do not ask any more questions. Right. And helping other women break up with that and really step into feeling amazing. It's, it's not that difficult. It's, it's just not, it's your gut health. It's your mental health. It's you're getting your body to really feel good. And that's what I'm doing to grow in wealth today. And I feel awesome. I love it. I love it. And that's so huge. That's so huge. Cause a lot of women don't, they don't realize it. They don't realize when you hit that constant, constant stress level, you're going to put yourself in adrenal fatigue mm-hmm. and you're literally going to be wiped out. And they don't realize about their gut health. I mean, no, we weren't taught that as kids. We no. were not taught that. And when, as we were growing up, you know, in the culture we were great raised in, no one talked about that. You ate just to eat. You didn't eat because that then fueled, you know, your, for your gut and then your gut helped fuel your thyroid and your hormone production. No one yeah. taught, no one taught us no, that. No one. So, and it, it, the science is fascinating. Yes. And I think as moms and women, we run around serving others, serving others, serving others, running your kids from A to B to Z, coming home, serving your husband, making dinner, doing whatever. Right. And you don't pay attention to what your body is telling you. You push through because somehow we feel like that's a badge of honor. We get a badge uh, completely, of honor. Completely. Right? I, yes, I do. I, I'm still, I still have to work at that. I still yeah. have to work at that being my badge of honor because that was such an identity. That was my C. That was my identity for so long. So yeah. I, I agree with that. But like your, your, that identity becomes then you faking fine because mm-hmm. you're not amazing. You're, you're fine because right. you're busy doing right. and not giving your body what it needs to thrive. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just it's a it's a it's a change and a step forward. It's a step for growing for us right. to get to that place. And I love that you help other women with that. Yeah. You help other women see that, identify that in their selves. Right. And realize that seed in them, that identity in them, they need to be able to go plant it into soil that helps them understand and wisdom. Yeah. Cause I say rich soil for me, it's, it's means rich in wisdom and rich in nutrients, like your foods and rich in so many different ways and be able to have that wisdom and understand the nutrients your body needs to help you with that stress level, to mm-hmm. help you with those hormones that are just literally depleted because oh. of literally it's been the busy, it's the fine and it all works together in such harmony. And so I love, love, love that you have literally been able to take in your journey of your starting over journey from a dark place of the passing of your spouse and feeling lost and feeling too alone to now letting women know that they can thrive and they can do it too. When they feel ultimately alone that let, listen, let me walk you through this. Come here. 
you know, and just being able to yeah. give them that big hug and yeah. let me show you that by helping with your body and your spirits and your mental health and your gut health. Wow. Let me see and show you how happy and how amazing mm-hmm. you can feel too. Mm-hmm. I just love that. So that kind of leads in again in today and today, how are you growing today? Cause you have built this amazing journey and this amazing one-on-one coaching and helping women see and identify that they need to work on their spiritual, mental gut, everything. Their it's health. building, it's building a community yeah. of women that are like-minded and want to live at a higher level. Yes. Listen, we all, our kid, our life goes sideways. You come home, some child throws lemonade on the floor and you're <laughs> snapping, you're, yep. you're snapping, you're snapping, you're, you're barking, there, at yes. Someone. Yes. snapping, barking. That is the reality of life, mm-hmm. but it doesn't have to be. So mm-hmm. if you can get your stress resilience, if you can get, if you can lower your cortisol, get your hormones balanced, You will not snap at your children or your husband or your dog or whoever the way that you do when you're overwhelmed and you're faking fine. So good. Just just in recognizing that you're not alone, right? Right. You're we're we're not alone. We have we came to this place from different routes, right? But we're all on the same journey. Yes. We are. And that's the thing is letting these women know that they are not alone in this, no matter what caused this to happen, whatever life change that a woman has gone through, even though it's extremely unique and everyone's very, very unique, we are not alone. We are not alone in rediscovering your seeds, your identity and your wealth, mental, physical, spiritual, financial. Literally by being able to find those seeds and that, yes, you're that happy bomb again, where you are not snapping at everybody. Cause I I was so there, I was so there and it was the physical part for me really getting into with my gut health and mental health. And again, that's how we've really got to talk, you know, is being able to really, and understanding that more. And I have been through that journey the past, you know, year and a half since we've met just really, and it's amazing being able to mentally, uh, Oh my god! Wait, I just didn't yell at my children. Yes, yeah, I didn't have, my children. have the mental. <laughs> you have the mental space to breathe, right? And I think for me, the biggest takeaway was that when you're snapping at your kids, it's not your fault. Your yeah. body, your stress level is so high that you cannot right. take one additional thing. Right? And stress is a thing. Stress is life. We're we're not going to be stress free, but how your body manages that stress is key. Oh, and absolutely. if you if you can get your body to manage it better by balancing your hormones, you will just live a more fruitful life and you will thrive. Love that. Yes. Love that. Well, let's make this a little bit more fun. Okay, I want you to actually would you please give our listeners one word of encouragement or advice that you would just give any woman who's just starting in their starting over journey? Oh my gosh. My favorite phrase is that things may not be a hundred percent your fault, but they are a hundred percent your responsibility. Your life is your responsibility and you either choose to settle or you choose to soar. Oh, I love that. Yeah. 
I love that. It's up to you. It's up to you. I love that. I love that. Okay. So for you, what is your favorite form of self-care or how do you spoil yourself? Oh gosh. I mean, I love to shop and that's how I would (laughs) I spoil myself with shopping, but my favorite form of self-care truly is exercise. Like the exercise for me, whether it's taking a walk, going on a short run, it doesn't have to be four hours, but just moving my body is self-care that I know that I need. Mm -hmm. And I'm just a happier person when I, when I, I'm like a toddler, I'm a a grown toddler. Like, yeah. My children know that if mommy did not get her workout in the morning, oh no. I mean, yeah. it's going to be a bad morning. It yeah. just, it helps me release that anxiety and stress. And I know a lot of women look at exercise as a chore or something, but the, the effect on your mental health, yeah. it's a game changer. Even it is a, a game 15 changer. Minute, a 15 minute walk in the yes. sunshine yes. Can, can turn a day from going lousy to going amazing just Absolutely. by getting the sunshine, the fresh air and the movement in your body. So I think when people have a negative thought about exercise, they're thinking CrossFit or, you know, something really hard or crazy. Right. I don't, yeah. I don't want to do that. Right. And I just would empower you to think smaller. Like it doesn't have to be, and it doesn't have to be an all or nothing mindset. It's a little something. Yeah. So for me, that's my biggest form of self-care is just taking the time, calendar blocking the time to do some form of movement with my body every single day. I love that. And I love that's how you love yourself. Cause I think that's just super important. Yeah. In the starting of our network, we also, again, love to believe about wealth financially. Mm-hmm. I sh- firmly believe that every woman can stand on their own two feet and every woman can literally do amazing things alone. They don't have to have someone by their side. They literally can do amazing things alone and investing investing in themselves and realize that they too can achieve these amazing things financially. So I would love to know if you were to invest in a vacation home, where would it be? Any town, city, country, where would it be? Um, It would be on the water for Mm. sure. I am definitely, I know that you're a mountains girl, but I am a lake or ocean girl. And honestly, I, um, our family is all in Michigan. So I would purchase a lake home in Traverse City because that is the, we just have friends and family there and that a piece of my heart is there. My husband was from there. So a piece of my heart is there. So if I could, when I do purchase, because you will, I mean, this is a part of the purchase. When I do do purchase an investment home, it will be in Traverse City, Michigan, and you can come join me. I would love that. I would love that. And I love that you have that vision for events. I think it's so important to have a vision, whether it's for our families, for uh, just yourself, for your children, for a foundation, something you believe in, because I think we all, we can through understanding the wealth, the overall wealth and investing into our futures, we can have these incredible legacies and investments that we'll be able to carry on for years to come. Yeah. And I think for the longest time after death happened and it set me on this trajectory of being solo, mm-hmm. I didn't believe that. Yeah. And it so, is, it's hard to believe when you first start and go through it. It's so hard to believe. It's it's so hard to believe. And so just helping 
others by listening to this and understanding like you can, you can do hard things. You can do hard things and you're meant to thrive. Yes. I and love believing it. In yourself. That is so important. That is important. Well, thank you, Dana, so much. I have thoroughly enjoyed our conversation and uh, hopefully we'll continue it even more at a later date. Oh, heck yeah. Thank you so much for having me. This has been amazing. Does starting over on your own financially just seem impossible? Do you have fear around managing finances all by yourself? Fear, am I going to have enough money? Fear of, can I make it last? Fear that I just don't mess it up. I'm here to tell you, you can do it. You can stand on your own two feet financially. And how do I know? Because I've done it twice. I have done it twice through a method I call Steps to Stand. Steps to Stand is a three-step process in helping make those initial steps to start standing on your own two feet financially. And I would love to share with you for free, for free with a video and a worksheet to help you get started. Go now to sewn.club, that's S-O-W-N dot C-L-U-B and download it today. Get started today in overcoming that fear, overcoming that overwhelm because you are taking your steps to stand today. Being just fine. As Dana and I discussed that that feeling of and saying, I'm fine. I'm fine. It is. It literally is a signal of pushing back to be able to get people to just leave you alone because you feel alone already and you feel this fear. And by saying, I'm just fine, that makes you feel standing strong and not be able to have to feel and tell people that you're about to fall apart. And literally when they walk away, you'll be like Dana and going to that closet and going to cry, overcoming that it's okay to feel not fine. And when you, just like Dana, get tired of everyone telling you what you should be feeling and what you should be doing and all those should do's, like Dana was talking about, when you finally get tired and Lily go, I am going to stand on my own two feet and I am going to dictate my future and I am going to be amazing. Not just fine, amazing. Because by being more in tune with your own gut health, your own mental health, spiritual, financial, becoming more in tune with you, not what somebody else tells you you should do, but by coming more in tune with you during your starting over journey, you'll become more than just fine. You'll become amazing. And like it was discussed, literally being able to reach out in community to other women just like you 
so that you know that you all are not alone is so vital during this time. So I invite you to join our community, the Starting Over Wealth Network, where we find our seeds, find our identity again, and learn how to be sown back into rich soil so we can thrive again. Join us. Join us on this journey so that you too can be more than just fine. You will ignite a legacy that will change everyone around you today. Go to www.sown.club and join us for Starting Over Wealth Network. Thank you for listening to this episode of Starting Over Wealth. Please be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And if you really gained value today, please be sure to give us a five-star review so we can be put in front of more listeners and so other women in their starting over journey feel like they're not alone. For details and show notes about today's show and how you can connect with and support our guests, please go to www.sown.club. That is S-O-W-N dot C-L-U-B. Also, please email me at hello at trishadaniel.com. Follow me on social media. Links can be found in the show notes. Become unashamed and unafraid with Starting Overwhelmed.